Hello folks, this is Hiramus Hollywood recording to you from still quarantine 2020 and at the moment neither Diana nor I have COVID-19 but in more exciting news and while you're tuning in or while you're like what is this I'm listening to how did I stumble upon it this is the podcast Hiramus Hollywood where two millennials Diana and I each episode we pitch each other a show that Hollywood should be making because we have lots of ideas and when Hollywood does start to get their act back together slash when all of the world can get back to a sense of normalcy they're gonna be like oh man where are all these ideas and then they could come to this podcast and they'd be like wow these wonderful people have 24 episodes that's 24 ideas we should totally hire them you get the point alas (laughs) what we do each episode if it's been a while for you we're gonna rehash it and if it's brand new to you what we do is we give uh, a fun fact about the other host so my fun fact for diana this episode is she is an expert namer and like she just is so creative so an excellent recent example is she knows how to get all of our friends organized together online from our own homes so we're socially distancing and we she named our group chat keynote crew with k's i was like i saw that and it had emojis and i was like man my friend's really great and have i told more people than just the people who are listening to this podcast yes 110 percent. and if you're like oh that's only one time jackie no diana is just excellent i know i've given the fun fact before of how she's really great at organizing but i just want to say like not only can she execute the organizing she gives the cool name always jackie you are so kind also, I'm going to be honest, I don't remember if I named Keynote Crew Keynote Crew. Well, I guess I'm giving it to you. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I don't... Okay, I will... I did organize it, but hold on. I named it PowerPoint Pals, and it got oh. renamed. It's still excellent. But you know what? It's fine. I think Keynote Crew is more accurate because we actually use Keynotes because all of us have MacBooks because we're bougie people. Yeah. Um, but that's just... PowerPoint Pals is, is great, because we all want to be Powderpuff Girls. Oh my god, I had, um, a Bubbles, like, doll, whatever, plush, whatever thing it was when I was a kid, but it wasn't just, like, a normal Bubbles, it was, like, you squeezed her hand and she said stuff, but again, it wasn't normal, it was, like, Southern Bubbles for whatever <laughs> reason, and she had, like, a little cowboy hat on, and she'd be like, about to go save the world, y'all, I don't know why, it was, like, Farmer Bubbles, it was really weird. So you I got, like, I... the regional Bubbles. Yeah, I think, um, when we were going through our garage, we found a box of, like, all our old toys, and it was, like, my American Girl doll, some Barbies, a Beanie Baby, and, like, that Bubbles doll, so, like, we just donated it, like, less than six months ago, so, I'm so intrigued that she had a cowboy hat. I know. I want to see if I can find it online somewhere, because it's just... I don't know why my parents are like, you know what, Dana doesn't need normal bubbles. She needs, like, southern farmer bubbles. Maybe that's why I get say y'all so much and get, like, a southern twang when I drink. Hey, we can blame Just, it on that. We can be like, oh, yeah, bubbles. Sorry, she was subliminally um, made into a southern <laughs> belle when she was six years old, thanks to a, a southern southern bubbles. But, but you know what? Everyone always wanted me to be Blossom because I'm a ginger, and I fully rejected it. It's like, no, I'm Bubbles. You can be whoever you want to be, and I support you in this. 
It was like when me and my cousins would play Spice Girls, I would always want to be Baby Spice. And they'd be like, you have to be Ginger Spice. I'd be like, no, I'm Baby Spice. Get it right. (laughs) (laughs) But what can you do? And either way, my fun fact for Jackie, I just remembered, is Jackie is a lady who is a very, very powerful writer. And when you meet Jackie, you know she always has two things. One, it's her yellow backpack. But this fun fact is not about your backpack. This is about the fact that Jackie (laughs) writes so much. She always has a notebook on her in her backpack. And Jackie has like a whole bajillion notebooks chronicling her whole life and if we ever need to write a memoir about her we we have it folks yeah i mean it is one of those things where it was never something i set out to do and i think one of the funnier things that it was like i think it might have been 2017 where we had a colleague where diana like offhandedly mentioned it and like jason looked at me and was like what are you talking about and diana was like how do you not know this? So, like, I think it's kind of, like, one of those, like, secret doors of friendship. <laughs> where, like, yeah, out of the gate, they're, like, you know, you get to know somebody and they're, like, oh, here it is. This is, this is a level two friendship fact, not a level one. I wish I could be a, like, consistent notebook person. Instead, you will have notebooks that are, like, Oh, here's a random note from a class I took three years ago. And then there's a consistent, like, six months of me writing. And then there's, like, a b- scribble, that drawing of, like, a cat. And then there's, like, a shopping list. And then there's, like, random notes for, like, three years. And then there's a consistent, like, one week of eating. It's just, a, it's like my ADD brain. Like, it's a whole disaster. And, like, the notes on my phone, like, I think if someone had to go through my the notes on my phone, they would just be so confused as to how my brain works which I am as well but maybe like you're leaving a scavenger hunt for somebody you know I love a good scavenger hunt so that's what you're doing like you're just executing oh that's a good idea and Jackie that's a really good lead into my my plot this week okay and for folks listening at home I do not know this week's pitch from Diana uh from the cursory text we've sent back and forth I'm like I'm super excited. I can't wait. And then before we started recording, Diana was like, let me just make sure my notes are good for this. So Diana, pitch away because I'm really excited. Okay. So again, I hope I haven't overhyped this because these are just a bunch of random notes I put together whilst working today with little tidbits that popped into my noggin whilst trying to do my job from home. But (laughs) (laughs) like many people, um, I have been inspired by our quarantine for a story. And in this this story, in this TV show, um, I imagine we have a main character who, like ourselves, is quarantined. They're stuck at home. And the first episode sort of starts, it's very like, okay, I'm home, I'm bored, whatever. And you sort of see them just living their life, but you see that they are just maybe like, scrolling through Instagram, scrolling through social media. Um, But what they realize is they start seeing these weird postings and these weird, like, in Instagram lives, like, or Facebook lives, videos, things like this. They just start noticing there's, like, this weird connection or this weird, weird, like, sign. There's just something about 
the specific videos that they're watching and specific photos that they're seeing and tweets and things across the web that connect with each other and they just they can't place their finger on it um and y'all know i love a mystery i love Mm -hmm. a murder mystery so our main character and i'm imagining this to be like obviously you know a tech savvy millennial all of a sudden gets sucked sort of into this rabbit hole and i know we've all been down many a youtube rabbit holes um, as I was texting Jackie previous this, previously this week, I got sucked into a YouTube, or, uh, not YouTube, I think it was a Twitter rabbit hole that led me into learning about there's different types of butter depending what coast you're on. Isn't there, like, oleo margin? It's not margarine. There's, like, if you're in the East Coast, you get, like, long skinny butters, and if you're in the West Coast, you get, like, a one big fat slab of butter, and it has to do with, like, the butter, a butter cutting machine that was invented in Elgin, Illinois. Huh. Isn't that weird? I'm really intrigued by this, but, like, so you just... Okay. But, but anyways, that's butter. the whole... That was the rabbit... That's an example of a rabbit okay. hole, right? It's so, a very effective one. We fell in right, there. So, right? So you sort of see this character, um, all of a sudden, like, as sort of the quarantine progresses, you sort of see them sort of, like, almost in, like, a that rear window way. Um, You're sort of, like, peeking in on them, and you sort of see them... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Slowly, like, delving into this this rabbit hole, like, conspiracy and everything. And do you know <laughs> from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, that meme with Charlie and the... Oh, yeah, the wall. <laughs> the wall with, like, all the strings oh, and it's yeah. That's what I sort of imagine this person's, like, feeling like. They're like, there's something here. There's something connects. I can't figure it out. And then you sort of um, gets to the point where this person's like, all their friends are sort of worried. They're like, dude, like, we know it's quarantine. We know, you know, everyone's sort of stuff. But like, go get out of the house. Go for a walk. You're just, you're seeing stuff that's not there. You know, you're just, you know, there's, there's something not right with you, dude. Right. And this guy's like, okay, fine. He like tries to like listen to reason and so I see like this pivotal moment where he's like okay I'm gonna go put on like a clean pair of like sweatpants and like a clean sweatshirt and he like also I decided this is a man now and he's gonna (laughs) go outside and he walks around the block and then he sort of notices all of a sudden um all that stuff he's been seeing as he sort of walks and it clears his head, then you sort of get, like, that montage where everything sort of clicks together. Like, you know how when you take a walk and you clear your head? Yeah. And all of a sudden he's like, (gasps) and then he, like, runs back to his house, and then you sort of, like, see him start to, like, piece things together. Um, And he, like, is pulling up all these windows and tabs and stuff like that, and he sort of discovers this conspiracy theory that pieces together and he sort of discovers a secret society and it's basically a global scavenger hunt that he's like oh my god this is real all these people who are posting these lives and these signs and these stuff are all in on it and he's like oh shoot i'm gonna get in on it too okay so bam episode one done and it's just him at home 
Um, I imagine it's, like, him and some roommates. Okay. But he's very, like, introverted, and his roommates are, like, I think they're the ones who are, like, dude, go for a walk, like, things like that, and he's very much isolating. So. And then he finds a global conspiracy. Yeah, and he, like, figures it out, like, and he just sort of pieces it together. So I think then the rest of the season, like, the next few episodes is, you know, the he's trying to, like, convince his friends. The first episode, his friends, his roommate, he's like, no, this is real, let me show you. And they're just sort of, like, poo-poo him, and they're like, dude, like, truly, get some air. Like, go, like, do anything, you know? Like, mm-hmm. go play Animal Crossing, like the rest of us. Like, um... And he's just, like, so, so convinced. So none of his friends... He has one friend that's sort of, like, more, like, sympathetic, empathetic. And he's like, okay, dude, like, I know you're going through a lot. Like, I'll listen to your conspiracy, et cetera, et cetera. But, like, that's really it. So he sort of decides, okay, I'm gonna... I'm gonna get on the scavenger hunt and I'm gonna solve it. And I'm going to be part of it and I'm gonna prove to you all, Okay. So then the next cup ep- like the next episode is him creating like and I think like the sign or like the signal for the scavenger hunt um I don't know if it's going to be like a specific like phrase like a couple different phrasings of words like you know in a series of unfortunate events they yes, have like the a VFW. couple different fr- yeah VFD not VFW VFW is real Sorry, guys. It's okay. But no, they have, like, a couple different phrases besides, like, VFD, like, is, like, the thing they have, like, oh, it's a, I didn't know it was a sad occasion is, like, one of them. Um, But there's, like, a couple different phrases that they use. Also, I just want to say I loved a series of unfortunate events when I was a kid, and I definitely read the books almost as many times as I read Harry Potter. So, this is where this is coming from. Do you have a favorite one? Ooh, Okay. I think I always really loved the Arisets elevator because I loved um, the squalors. Okay. And I love the idea of like their giant apartment with so many rooms that you could get lost in it. And then that was sort of where you the series took a turn from being like they just keep going to weird relatives to like really getting to the VFD. And then I liked I'm trying to remember I really liked the last one where they're on the island. Because it was just... You, For some you reason, really I really stuff. like the Vile Village, but I feel like it's because of the hot air balloon. Oh, uh, you know what? That one's really good, too. And the Carnivorous you know Carnival. I just <gasps> love that title. Oh, my God. I also... With the Psychic. What was her mm-hmm. name? Madame Lulu. Oh, I love that. But, you know, I just love Psychic. Everyone, if you want to enjoy this show, please also read a series of unfortunate events. Which is also the state of the world right now. But... I mean, I think you are truly onto something. (laughs) But pressing on. So I think he realizes there's like a couple, maybe not a couple, maybe like 13. That's a good number. Like sort of of these like distinct phrases that people will use in either their captions or their, you know, Instagram posts or their like writing or something that's sort of like that signifying code and sometimes it'll be like the exact phrase sometimes it'll be like a paraphrase of it just to sort of give signal that there is that they are a part of this scavenger hunt 
and then like the rest of their stuff is like a clue is what he's figured out so when does he get out of the house oh working in there jackie okay so i think what he does is he decides he's gonna try to get in on this because he doesn't know how you joined it so he's like fuck it i'm gonna just post something with one of these phrases that he doesn't know what any of these phrases mean and then then just something random like then just you know try to make it seem normal and he posts like on instagram a caption or a picture of like a selfie because why not hashtag and then he like hashtags it like with some of the hashtags he's seen not knowing if the hashtags are relevant or not he's just trying to get something right and so first thing he posts he gets nothing right he just has a couple friends liking it be like okay whatever pity like for your thing and he's like fuck what that didn't work so then he tries it like on facebook and then he tries it on like and he just isn't getting anything so he sort of like goes to bed defeated right and then all of a sudden it's like in pitch black darkness he wakes up and he hears like shuffling in his like room and he realizes like someone has broken in to his room and he's like oh my god what the is going on right so he grabs his like so he's like super tense and he's like oh my god what's going so he like grabs like a knife that he keeps under his pillow because who doesn't do that right and he's like turns on the light and screams and all of a sudden he realizes there's like three people in his room and none of them look like they're like murderers or killers they they're all the people he recognizes from instagram posts that he's seen and they're all influencers hashtag influencers hashtag like for like um and then there, he's like, what the, you know, he turns on his like, he's like, what are you doing in here? And they're like, dude, you're the one who posted that you had, um, you know, one of the clues, what's it called, you had an item in your room. And she's, and he's like, what? And he's like, how did you get in here? How did you not wake up my roommates? Blah, blah, blah. And then, um, one of the influencers, I haven't decided like any of the influencers names, but just imagine in your mind, like a typical influencer, like decides to be like yeah. you mean you mean you're not already a part of this you mean you figured this out and you know what I mean and then we sort of get that like breakdown of like okay what is this a little bit more and that would be like the cliffhanger for like that episode and then the next episode starts with okay let me tell you and these are like going to be more like the supporting characters less so of like his friends being the supporting characters and more so like these like influencers and are these 20 minute episodes or are these 45 minute episodes i think they're gonna be 45 minutes okay well i don't know i don't know i feel like i haven't decided if i want to make this more lighthearted or more heavy if it's more lighthearted they'll probably be like the 25 but if i want to make it more heavy they'll be longer so yeah i was like wondering if like the conspiracy theory at the end is that it's like the illuminati created why they're quarantining Oh, I don't know. But I think it's the thing is, well, because I was sort of thinking that it's not necessarily the quarantine is, what's it called? It's part of the scavenger hunt where all these people are staying inside and like the influencers, they're clearly not taking part of quarantine. They're out at night. They're in the stranger's house, right? Mm -hmm. They're on this global scavenger hunt to try to find all these things. Um, 
but it's a lot easier for them if the rest of the world is at bay, right? Dun, dun, so dun. I think that's part of it. So I think this, I'm going to say, we'll do one of these characters. This will be a girl. Her name will be Gigi. That seems like a good engineer, like influencer name, right? Yes. Um, And she's like a travel influencer. So. Aren't all influencers travel influencers? They're like, just went to Walgreens. Hashtag exotic. Hashtag living my best life. Hashtag wish you were here. And it's like them in like the, uh cold medicine aisle it's amazing anyways <laughs> i digress <laughs> but you know in the next episode you have like okay here are the names of the influencers because i love as we know naming things there's gonna be Gigi, who's a travel influencer okay one and then you're gonna have a fitness influencer and his name is going to be and he's gonna be like this super duper like buff guy and his name is going to be Joe. Just like a real simple what Joe. What about like Rico? Oh, uh, well, yeah, that works too. Rico, his name is Joe, but he goes by Rico because he thinks it makes him, uh, his, the algorithm <laughs> makes his, shows it's more popular. There you go. So you have Gigi, Rico, and then you have someone who is a, oh, whose dog is famous online. So... <laughs> So the dog's name is Matilda, and Matilda is being carried around by their owner this whole time. Matilda's like a little like pug, and Matilda's being carried around by their owner, and their owner's is just like this like crazy like show mom for their dog, and her name is Bridget. So Matilda and Bridget. Matilda is a dog, and then <laughs> you have the influencer who thinks they're like an economic stock market like i'm gonna change your financial life guru businessman and his name is going to be jet like an airplane jet (laughs) so bridget bridget matilda jet gg and rico i kind of want to see the scooby squad in action and then our main character's name is going to have just, like, a basic name. His name's going to be Jeff. Is it going to be G-O-F-F or just J-E-F-F? Well, he's going to start as normal Jeff, but then they're going to be try to talk him into going by Jeff with a G for the algorithm. Naturally. <laughs> I kind of love base. So you get to this point, and then what happens? So you, get, you finally get, like, these supporting characters who only yeah. go out in the middle of the night. Yeah. Like, well, so so they bring him into this world. They're like, well, dude, like, you're, if you're, if you know this now, you can't go back to not knowing this. And they're like, clearly you're smart. And that, it's going to be a little bit of a, like, you know, diss on influencers, like, because um, not a lot of influencers are really good at other things than, you know, getting really good numbers and likes. Hashtag. So, you know, sometimes you'll see the stuff and you're like, here's my best advice for traveling. And it's like, number one, pack stuff that you wear. And it's like, okay. Number two, um, don't pay too much for your ticket. Okay. Here's my link for Expedia. Oh my God. You know, so. <laughs> we know how you feel about it. Yeah. Anyways. So I think they sort of see, they're like, you know, if you were able to figure this out, they sort of want him on their team to help do this this treasure hunt this thing 
And I think this um, secret society, whatever, they're not 100% sure who is the person throwing this global hunt, this global scavenger hunt, treasure hunt. Um, but they know, they're like, listen, like, this is big, this is major, it's gonna be life-changing. If we can figure this out, if we can solve this, like, we will never have to be quarantined again because obviously I don't know if you've heard all the quarantine stories of the influencers are all losing their contracts and losing their money because they can't travel and things so this is obviously why they want to be able to resolve this scavenger hunt and get the world one back in track two they think they're gonna get rich from it and three they think they'll get a bunch of power and influence from it because they will be the people who saved the day naturally yeah so they talk jeff currently with a j into helping them and he's like okay fine but you can't break into my home and he's like so what are you guys trying to do and so then you have sort of like almost a montage of them explaining like okay so this is what happens there's this like anonymous or there's this like <coughs> secret instagram social media f facebook twitter tumblr pinterest tiktok vine combination crazy super elite website that only you know this secret group has access to i don't know what it should be called maybe like i don't know Twit Facebookler. No, I don't what know. If, I mean, I think you have to come up with an acronym. I don't know. What if you came up with an acronym for PAL? Like, PAL. Um, I don't know. Pa it would be like, pa powerful, only, witches. I don't know. I'll have to think about it. Okay. But like, okay, it's just like this ultimate elite social media site that you have to be in this secret society to be in and typically you can only be invited to it you don't and invited to the game so you are chosen for it which I think is a big portion of why they were so shocked that Jeff could figure it out because he's not part of the site he was not chosen and also it's sort of like to stroke these influencers' egos. And I think they, like, log into the site. They sort of show him what it's about. And then he's sort of, like, disgusted because it's just basically think of, like, all the worst, like, influencer posts, but, like, times a thousand. And, and then he's, like, you know, and you have to sort of figure out, okay, through all of this sort, through all of this muck to figure out, what in here is a clue? What in here is a pattern? What in here is going to tell you where you need to go to find answers? So I think the next couple um, episodes, it's sort of him working with the team to figure this stuff out. And I think sort of where the tension is raised is Jeff is, before all this, he was just sort of like a normal human, right? Like he was working like I don't know. He was, like, maybe he worked at Jiffy Lube, okay? He did oil changes. Like, he was not an influencer. He sort of, like, poo-pooed this culture. And now he's, like, 
trying to solve it. And his friends think it's really weird. And he's trying to sort of split his time between these lives. And he's like, why am I doing this, right? So there's that sort of tension between who he is versus what he's doing. And he doesn't understand, like, he doesn't really even understand his own motives. And he can't even really explain to it to his friends um, who are becoming increasingly worried about him, you know? And who do you see being this main actor? I don't know. I think I would want, like, Tom Holland. Like, someone like him. Do you know, one person I was thinking of when you were describing it is the guy who was in Greek, who was then in My Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Who is that? I didn't watch Greek, but I did watch My Crazy Ex- Who did you play in My Crazy Ex-Girlfriend? I'm IMDBing it right now. Scott Michael F- Foster, he played oh. Nathaniel Pimpton. Oh, oh my God, Nathaniel was like the best but the worst. Um, I think that he could be really good for it too. I think, I don't know if I could. I think he'd be an option, but I'd also want to see him be like more crazy, if that makes sense. So maybe he could be the financial guy. Financial oh, you know what? He'd be amazing for that. I would think he'd be fantastic. And, like, for where being, do you, you see mean, the for first being season? Jet. Yes. And, like, <laughs> do you see this being, like, a one-season arc? Do you see this being multiple seasons? I think this could be something where the first season is them, like, figuring out the scavenger hunt, figuring, solving it, winning it, and then, like, you know, taking over the secret society. And then... Once they have power, realizing it's super fucked up, and then the second season is them sort of, like, trying to figure out being, like, powerful, if that's the right word. It's almost like distributing the wealth. And then it ends up with it being sort of, it ends with them, maybe on the third season, a total, like, destruction of this structure. Where they're like, you know, this facade is a facade. I could see this going really well on AMC. You know what? I love some AMC. And they need something besides Walking Dead spinoffs, so. See? Yeah. Did you already have a theme song? I feel like your theme song needs to be one that, like, you have a theme song for season one. And then the theme song for season two is, like, the same song, but it's a cover. And then the theme song for season three is the remix. Ooh, um, I love that. You know, I always, we're not going to say our fave Lana Del Rey, but. <laughs> I feel like this no, is I'm a great like, opportunity for Lizzo. Oh my gosh, yeah. I keep thinking of, like, Pop Goes Punk and stuff. Like, did you ever listen to that when you were, were you an angsty teenage girl ever? That band does not sound familiar at all. Okay, so it's not a band. So what it was, it was, like, a CD that it would take, pop like punk bands like fallout boy well, not, not punk like fallout boy or like i don't know i think like pierce the veil like those types of bands yeah and they would do covers of pop songs so it'd be like okay here's this like panic at the disco singing um oops i did it again and they would do it in like the like pop punk style this sounds like a very strange version of kid bops it really was but like i sort of imagine it where it 
it's like you do like the pop goes punk version right Mm -hmm. and then the next when it's like um and then the next season you do the the pop like punk goes pop and then you do pop goes punk and then the last season you just do like a mix of both of them like do you remember when phil had to listen to baby metal Yes, and I also, yes, several of our colleagues made us, like, listen to, like, what was originally, like, a Taylor Swift song, but then it's just, like, Screamo, where it's, like, was it, like, the Ryan Adams you never wanted? Maybe. I mean, I don't want to do Screamo, because I'm not a fan, but if it fits. If it fits, it fits, but, I mean, I think it's, it's very strange when you're, like, listening to a song... And I am not hardcore enough to be like, oh, yes, I know that there's different types of metal. No, I don't. I really, 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 it's not something I'm aware of. But, like, you're listening to a song, and then all of a sudden you're like, I know these lyrics. It's a very <laughs> confusing experience. I mean, Jackie, well, you do know there's different types of metal. There's silver, and there's gold, <laughs> and there's aluminum. <laughs> oh, man, chemistry is really paying off. Yeah, look at that. It's <laughs> awesome. Oh, Lord. But, yeah, I would say it would just be something like – it. I sort of love when they do, like, covers of – like, you take a pop song and you make it whatever, something like that. So I could sort of see that because that's sort of the the idea where you have an idea of what one thing is, but then it's actually the opposite. So I never get this person's name right. It's not Sufjan? Sufjan? Suf- oh, don't ask me. Okay. <laughs> I can't say it. I truly... I can say the Stevens. Same. How do you... Pr- it says Sufjan. That's what Google says. Sufjan Stevens. He would be one of them. Or they would be one of them. Oh my gosh. I'm okay with that. So I'm digging it. So you have like Tom Holland... You have the other guy. Did you know who some of the females were going to be? Oh, let me think about this. I feel like for the influencer, I would want, like, hmm. You want someone who can be very, like, oh, my God, hey, guys. This is Gigi coming at you. You're someone who's just very, like, bubbly and, like, crazy and just fun. You know what I'd want? I want, like, Kiki Palmer. Ooh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm here for it. Yeah. And then for, um, oh my gosh. I already, Matilda is the dog. What did Bridget. I say her owner? Bridget. For Bridget, I'd want someone, oh, I'd want like Aquafina to be Bridget's I love Aquafina. I really want to watch uh, Nora from Queens. Yeah. And then, I don't know, who's someone who's like super buff? For Rico. I think Adam would know this. I'm going to Google super buff man. Super buff actor. Oh, God. We need Adam to be like, do a cameo. Oh, they. I Googled super buff actor. And you know who comes up? It was the top, like, two. Chris Hemsworth? Kuma- no, Kumail. Not, not Johnny. Oh, I yeah, yeah. He right. got jacked. But then the second one is Ray Romano. <laughs> <laughs> The third one is Chris Hemsworth. Um, uh, I would love Chris Hemsworth to be in any of my shows because I love Chris Hemsworth. He's my favorite, like, 
Marvel. I couldn't say the word Marvel. Favorite Marvel actor. Who's your favorite Chris? He's my favorite of the Chris's. I won't even pretend. But, you know, we can also do Kumail if he if he keeps his buff bod. Yeah. Or or I guess Ray Romano. Oh man. We're not gonna do We could also get an unknown. Yeah. It's like always an option. Or Give we somebody just their get, chance. Like, s- get someone who's really weak and just put a muscle suit on them. You know, that would actually be really funny for an influencer. Could you imagine, like, okay, I feel like if we do the funny, I sort of am leaning towards the funny version, because then you could do funny reveals where, like, you find out that, like, Rico is, um, wearing a fake muscle suit. Do you remember in Boy Meets World when they had that episode when they're gonna go swimming and they're wearing those t-shirts? Oh my gosh, I don't, but it made me think when you said that of, um, Arrested Development and George Michael. I love Arrested Development. My dad was like, do you want to watch Arrested Development the other day? And I was like, dad, you want to watch Arrested Development? And he's like, I'm cool. And it made me laugh. Oh, Rusty. A plus. A plus plus. You know what? He's really been bringing his A game to this quarantine. I appreciate that. You know what? He's just living living his best life. It's all any of us can ask for. And you, I don't think we mentioned but did you have a name for these this intelligent this show oh i don't know that's i I never come up with names for my shows jackie you know this what about like Um, influencers are us almost like toys are us but it's influencers are us i don't know i sort of like i sort of like one word names you know what i mean algorithm bounce rate clickbait conversion rate hyper low oh i sort of like hyper local okay right is that good yeah it's that one word but it, it has like the pizzazz yeah welcome to hyper local no just hyper local hyper local is just what you need hyper local this is some hyper local media because it just also provides the opportunity to make a new Four loco drink that's just hyper loco. Oh god, I truly never want to um hear Four loco again. Jackie, I think my TV show is done. I think it's ready for the airways. I think so too. And Diana, guess what? We have social media because we are <laughs> micro We're hyper Micro influencers. Yes, we are micro influencers. <laughs> so we have our own social media, and just like we mentioned last episode, in literally every episode, we have a Twitter, we have an Instagram, which is Hyrus Hollywood, which Diana is so kind enough to run. So look at that. We have Hyrus Hollywood at gmail dot com if you want to email us. Since we are not on earworm, we do not have a phone number for you to call, nor do we have a phone <laughs> number for you to text. But we are here for your suggestions, and if you're somebody from Hollywood who is like us, quarantined at home, and you're like, wow, these ladies really have some great ideas, you have many, many channels to get us. Honestly, if you just yell loud enough, we'll probably hear you. True. I'm a very big fan of smoke signals, so like, you said a smoke signal, I'll find you. I thought you were going to say you're a very big fan of smoking, I was going to be like, Jackie. Dude, no, I make we... fun of vaping so hard I cannot smoke. 
I mean, very proud of you. I'm really glad Dare worked for you. I mean, I think that you and I are the only people Dare worked for. I think that's true. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> okay. Well, I think that's all for now, folks. <laughs>